On today's episode, we ask, who cares about the strong friend? I'll be sharing my experience as the strong friend, the pros and cons of being the strong friend, how to check in, and encouraging you all to seek help or reach out to someone that may need help. Seriously, who cares? This podcast was created to bring awareness to mental health within the Black community and to share my personal journey. This podcast is not to serve as therapy or a therapy session. If you believe you have unaddressed mental health issues, contact the local mental health care services in your community. Seriously, who cares? Podcast sponsored by Black and Depressed. And thanks for tuning in. So I'm sure you know by now we are caring about the strong friend today. And I wanted to talk about this because, of course, it relates to me. But I also believed the quote, check on your strong friend, was just becoming a trendy meme that was getting reposted but not often practiced. So I wanted to talk about it and see who else cared. Now, if you don't know what the term is or you're like, what type of traits does the strong friend have like what makes you a strong friend I'll go through just a few of them and the ones that I have pertain to me and these are things that people have either said that I do or things that I noticed that I do so let's get started so one of the things that the strong friend tends to be good at is advice they give great advice and I have been told that well I always come to you because you give good advice so I feel like that was a trait that I had that not only like enabled people to come to me but made everyone think that I was like strong and played a part in me adopting this role as the strong one or the strong friend I'm a problem solver so I wanted to help everyone solve their problems. I wanted to help everyone, but I would never ask for help. And when I would have problems of my own, I would dismiss it. And my response would be, oh, I'm good or I'll be good or everything's good. Even if I knew it wasn't like I just knew I wasn't good. I knew it wasn't going to be good, but I would just say it is just to keep it together and make light of my problems so that other people wouldn't worry so that's another trait I feel like a strong friend has or at least I had and I believe I adopted this role as the strong friend because I didn't know how to allow others to carry my load for me or be there for me it's like when you're the strong one everyone comes to you right so You know what everyone else is dealing with. You know what everyone else is going through. So you feel uncomfortable adding more to their plate. So you force yourself to keep it together. You force yourself to dismiss what you're going through because it's like, I can't share it with this person or this person because they're going through this, that, and the third. And I felt like that was a bad habit that I started. I would dismiss 
myself completely and dismiss what I'm going through completely. And with being this strong friend, I started to develop trust issues. And it wasn't the trust issues where it's like, oh, I think he's cheating on me or, oh, I think she's talking behind my back. No, it was the I didn't trust or believe that the people around me were capable or able to take care of me or carry my load or be there for me the way I needed them to be. And this is no diss to my tribe, but it's like I wouldn't I wasn't even allowing them to be there for me. So it's like I had these trust issues like, oh, they're not capable, but I wasn't even allowing them to be there for me. And I felt like I thought they weren't capable because, of course, they were coming to me with things they were going through. So I was like, there's no way they can help me with this or there's no way they can be there for me because they're going through this, this and this. So I just like had this wall up of nobody can be there for me. And that was it. Like, I have to be the strong one. I need to keep it together. I need to deal with my own stuff because I have to help this one or I have to be there for this one or I have to be emotionally available for this person and this person. So that was another, I guess, experience for me as being the strong friend. Like I had these trust issues that was super irrational and I felt uncomfortable sharing and expressing myself but as I'm growing I'm learning I have to teach people how to be there for me I just can't expect them to be there for me if they never really had to be there for me and everyone's not going to be there the way I need them to be and that was something I had to constantly remind myself everyone's not going to be there the way I need them to be but I have to allow them to be there the best way they know how Because I can't expect people to be there for me the way I am for them because they might not have the same traits or characteristics that I have, but they might have other traits that are helpful. So I need to allow them to use that to be there for me the best way they know how, which means allowing my friends to check in on me. And I say allow because being the strong friend And going from carrying the load by yourself to having your friends help you carry the load, it's going to be hard. And you're going to fall back into old habits and be like, oh, everything's good when it's not. So allow your friends to check in on you. Like, allow them to check on you and be honest and speak up and share the load or share your load because you don't have to carry it by yourself if you literally have people checking in and wanting to know what's going on with you and for the friends of the strong friends you are probably like well how do I check in if you know it's they're gonna be difficult about it or how do I check in if they're gonna be apprehensive get creative it's they're your friend so you still know them So make it unique to your friend. I know my friend Denzel, he'll hit me with a quick text like, I know you haven't been on IG in X amount of days. Like, what's going on? You good? And 
even though sometimes nothing's wrong, it's good to have a friend that's that observant of my behavior to check in on me. And maybe you're just like, well, I don't want them to feel like I'm stalking them or, you know, being a creep. Then just make it simple. Ask them, are you okay? Like, what's going on with you? Or you good? Like, simple text messages like that or simple phone calls like that will definitely help. Or just let them know, hey, I'm here for you. Like, I got you. Because I feel like being the strong person, we tend to program ourselves to believe that we have to have it all together. We have to carry our own load. We can't you know, vent or express ourselves to others. We have to hold it together. And just knowing that someone is going to be there for us, I feel like that literally releases all of this pressure and these expectations that we set for ourselves. Because that's another trait of a strong friend. We have high expectations of ourselves emotionally. Like we feel like we can't be sad or be down about a situation because we have to make sure we're okay and available for the next person. So again, a simple, hey, I'm here for you will go a long way. But you also have to be patient and allow your strong friend to transition out of this role because more than likely the strong friend didn't just become the strong friend. They probably have been the strong one or the strong friend for as long as they can remember. So you have to be patient with them and allow them to transition out of this role of always being strong and let them get into the habit of sharing and reaching out for support, emotional support. And as you know, if you listened to the last episode, I'm in therapy and this was one of the issues that I brought up in therapy and my therapist helped me realize that I've actually been conditioned since I was younger to be the responsible one, to be the helper and the one that has it together. Even if I don't really have it together, I still need to have it together because it's not as bad as what everyone else is going through, which is actually an extremely unhealthy way to look at things. That's like if I lost $5 and you lost $20, we're only going to care about your loss because you lost more, which is completely unhealthy. Like, why can't we acknowledge that we both lost something, but the way I was conditioned, it was like, you're not as bad as this person, so what you did matters less or what happened to you matters less because it's not as bad as the next person and not even realizing it I'm learning it in therapy now but I didn't realize that growing up I didn't realize that you know going through college and you know all these different life transitions I didn't realize I had carried that lesson with me that If my situation isn't as bad as the next person's, it doesn't matter. So let me dismiss it. Let me ignore it. 
which is so unhealthy. And if you're the strong friend and you start thinking back on things that you did or how you were raised or, you know, your relationships with people, I'm pretty sure you're going to realize, wait, I did that or I do that or I didn't even know I did that. It's a huge eye opener once you start to realize how unhealthy it is to be the strong one. So now I'm in a place where I'm trying to correct something that I once wore as a badge of honor. And to help me with this transition, I made a pros and cons list. And through the pros and cons list, I learned it's more damaging to me than it is helpful being the strong friend. And that alone has literally made me just be like, you know what? I quit. I don't want this role anymore. Y'all can have it. And I've just been on this transition of not carrying the load of others, carrying my load. And if I want to share, I share. And if I want to help, I help. But if I'm not in a place to help, I won't. And that's just where I'm at transitioning out of the strong role right now. Trying to figure out who am I if I'm not helping everybody, which is really, really hard for me because that's my purpose. And that's why I feel like I'm here on earth and to go from something literally being your purpose to it becoming a heavy load that's draining you is hard. So I'm learning who I am when I'm not helping everyone. And strong friends, even with your friends checking in on you, it's going to be hard to transition. Because like I said, from my experience, it's been hard for me. And I think what's helping me is I went from carrying everyone else's load to I started to share my load. And then as I'm sharing my load, I'm like, okay, I have to stop carrying everyone else's load. So I'm carrying less of a load, sharing my load and and making it an equal, I guess, transaction <laughs> or emotional transaction. Um, but some people might feel like, well, my first step needs to be not carrying the load. I can't share if I'm being weighed down. We'll do that. Just stop carrying everyone else's load first and then work your way into sharing do whatever works for you but I know for me I had to start sharing what I'm going through first to get people to realize I'm going through some stuff and then that way I think I had more of their understanding and support so when I stopped helping as much or I stopped carrying their load they could understand like she's going through some stuff So it makes sense. And like I said before, I made a pros and cons list. So I didn't just transition from the strong one to being emotionally equal with my inner circle or with my tribe. This was a whole process. Like I discussed it in therapy several times and I made a pros and cons list. And I think the pros and cons list was the most 
helpful part of the transition because I was able to actually see that I don't benefit from being the strong one or the strong friend in any way. Now, maybe you create a pros and cons list and you benefit in some way, then, you know, congrats to you and continue to be the strong friend or the strong one. But for me, I had a lot more cons than pros. I know on my pros side, one of the pros was people value my opinion. And I think another pro was I'm emo- I'm emotionally dependable. But those were the only two pros I could come up with, which those are huge characteristics to have or important characteristics to have. But it didn't compare to all of the cons that I had. Like I was experiencing compassion fatigue. I work in mental health. So I'm working 10 to 12 hour days where I'm tending to other people's needs And then to come home and have to tend to other people's needs, I was getting in a place where I had cared so much that it was weighing on me and I just stopped caring. So experiencing compassion fatigue, I was feeling alone emotionally. I was experiencing paranoia. Like I had started to doubt if people truly cared about me. And what I was going through. I think I said this before, but feeling emotionally distressed, trying to keep it all together. But at the same time, all I was doing was emotionally damaging myself because I was dismissing what I was feeling, suppressing what I was feeling, wasn't expressing myself. And I had gotten to a place where I didn't know how to feel if it pertained to me. And... Another con was I had all these one-sided friendships or relationships, which I felt like this con alone caused all of these other cons on the list. So yeah, I have one-sided friendships and relationships, and that's why I feel alone. I have one-sided relationships. That's why I'm starting to doubt if people care about me. I have one-sided relationships. That's why I'm feeling emotionally distressed and I'm damaging myself. It was the one-sided friendships and relationships I was creating because I thought I was too strong to share what I was going through. So I was creating these one-sided friendships and that was a huge issue for me. And I, for a while I couldn't understand, like I used to get frustrated and say, why am I in all of these one-sided friendships? And it was because I'm the strong one and I wasn't sharing what I was going through. And although this is an episode to encourage people to check on their strong friends or their strong loved ones, I also want the strong friend or the strong one to realize the part they play in this role that they have complete control over. What can you do to share the load so that way everyone's emotionally equal? So I don't want anyone listening that's not the typical strong friend to listen to this and feel like I'm trying to make you feel like you're a bad friend. This is not the case. This episode is honestly for self-awareness and to not only 
allow the strong friend to be aware of their part or their role in this but you as the friend you being more aware of what your strong friend may be dealing with and just to encourage people to seek help like reach out to someone and ask for help or reach out to someone that you think needs help according to the AFSP statistics show that 50% to 75% of the people that commit suicide they actually show signs and talk about their suicide plan so that means about 25% to 50% of the people that commit or attempt suicide don't show any signs or talk about their suicide plan so seriously check on your strong friends and strong friends speak up please and maybe you're the strong one and you feel like well I can't talk to my friends about some things then talk to a therapist like go and find yourself a therapist but suppressing and dismissing what you're feeling is not strength and I don't like using this word in terms of like mental health and mental wellness But suppressing your thoughts and dismissing what you're feeling is crazy. Like, it's crazy. Like, don't damage yourself that way. And I'm only telling you that because I do it. So if I'm sharing it, it's because I learned it through experience. But don't don't allow yourself to become the villain in your healing process. Like, Be an advocate for yourself. Be an advocate for your mental health. If you're not an advocate for anyone else, be one for yourself first. And I actually have some Instagram pages that advocate for mental health that might be helpful to you all. It could give you some guidance as far as where to go or what to do in terms of advocating for yourself and your own mental health and mental wellness. So for black women, I have at therapy for black girls you spell all of it out and I also have at black people heal and that's also one for black women and black men I think you both can use that one and then for black men there's Dr. Earl Turner and his Instagram is at Dr. Earl E-A-R-L Turner T-U-R-N-E-R and then A black man by the name of Rashawn also advocates for black men in mental health awareness. And his IG name is at Rashawn, R-W-E-N-S-H-A-U-N. So I hope this episode resonates with some of you. And for others, I hope it's an eye opener and allows you to understand what your strong friend is feeling. And this concludes our who cares about the strong friend episode and before we go i'll leave you with this week's quote remember the strong friend doesn't want to be the strong friend they just feel like they have to be check on your strong friend and strong friends speak up and seek help thank you for listening enjoy your week and don't forget to smile checking on your strong friend is suicide prevention. If you, a friend, or a loved one may be at risk of hurting yourself, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255.
five five.